You were listening to the Thursday catch-up episode of In Love With The Process. I'm your host, Mike Petchy. Come on in, grab a seat, hang out. I'm chewing gum today. <laughs> the worst thing I could possibly do as a podcast host, but fuck it. Um, just want to jump on today and catch up with you guys and uh, talk with my uh, special guest in studio. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. So I'm not supposed to chew gum? <laughs> yeah, I'm chewing gum. We can both chew gum. You gave me the gum. Yeah, see, that's what this episode is going to be. Um, hanging out here with the one, the only, Barry Goodhart, joining us in the studio today. Thank you. It's been a while since uh, Barry Goodhart's come out of... you basically been in retirement for a little bit. Yeah, you never call me back. That's <laughs> <laughs> very true. You, you haven't had a phone call in a while. Just because, uh, oh, 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 there we go. That microphone sucks. Your studio is falling apart. <laughs> you really need to work on this. Uh, yeah, it's true. Because uh, once I moved to the West Coast, you haven't been working at a lot of the stuff these days. No, no, my fans are really uh, irritated with you. And they're very much irritated with you. My the, one fan. That's not true. You've got some fans. Those of you who don't know who Barry is, you should uh, go to IMDb right now. Here, I'll do it while we're doing this. Here, let me just make sure that uh, the IMDb has been updated. Does it have my good profile picture? I we I think we put a profile picture of you up there. Hold on a second. Barry Goodhart. I'll also enjoy the sounds of the construction behind us. Yes, we're we're deep in it. Yes, IMDB. Barry Goodhart. No, no picture. Mm. <laughs> this, isn't actual, this isn't the actual page. Stand by. That's what happens when you become a low budget. Yeah. <laughs> Very good heart. Oh my God! Where is the ep- It's up there. No, <laughs> it's not. I, I knew it. <laughs> it's up here. You ask for a favor. Nope. Hold on. Oh. Oh, geez. IMDb. Ah, here we go. Yeah, there it is. Not. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> So, yeah, I forgot how many movies you've actually been in. You were in that Stanley short that we did. I forgot that, where you played the cops. Oh, yeah, yeah that's right. No, I did play that. With two state troopers. Yeah, yeah. I don't know who the other guy was. He sucked at it. I don't remember who the other guy was either, unfortunately. The other was actor. He? Yeah, I can't remember him. Yeah. I just remember that main actor there was very pissed with him. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> he kept doing, like, Scarface and stuff. I'm like, dude, you're just a... You're an extra. It's very, very true. <laughs> you don't even have any dialogue. <laughs> You're supposed to beat him up. Yeah, so that was Bill Sage. I yeah, remember that's now. right, Bill Sage. Bill Sage was the lead. Yep. You were cast as a cop that had to come and... I was supposed to, like, tackle him, put him to the ground. Yeah, yeah, brutally arrest him. I'm supposed to, and then this other dude just kept fucking it up. <laughs> <laughs> right, because there was, like... Because Bill was just, like... I don't trust this dude. He's supposed to be acting. No, like he's like manhandling me. I don't like this. <laughs> I was like, I don't know what to tell you, but this guy sucks. <laughs> yeah. I forget who that guy was. He was like some random background extra that got cast. And he was being overzealous. He was being very overzealous. And it was, I don't know, it was embarrassing. <laughs> as, as an extra, it's embarrassing. <laughs> 
So uh, Barry has also been in. Uh, you were in Twelve KM. Your oh, I was in Twelve KM, wasn't I? Yeah, your epic, your epic uh, performance in the big Steadicam shot at the beginning. Oh, that's right. That's right. We came up with like this whole storyline, all the extras, and then we realized that we have to keep repeating it. <laughs> wait a second. Wait a second. So, what do you mean you guys came up with this big storyline? No, you didn't know about this. No, no. Tell me about. Well, that. you told us we're supposed to like do this pan camera shoot and. You were supposed to like be camaraderie and the you know, roughnecks, and of course, none of us spoke Russian, and we're supposed to pretend that we speak Russian. So we're trying to do gestures without saying anything because we're not Russian. <laughs> so we came up with a dialogue that one of the guys had a baby, and we're celebrating that he had a baby, and we're gonna like cheers with him with like Russian drinks or vodka, or whatever. And, and then you're like, all right, we're gonna do it a different way, and like, oh shit. <laughs> I was going to say, there's no, there's no baby and shit. <laughs> I was like, we got to keep doing this. <laughs> the guys are like, oh, which way do we do this? I'm like, I don't know. Just, just keep doing the way we did before. Yeah. And then we just kept doing the same exact thing. Over and over. Over and over again. And then it was always, one more take, guys. One more take. <laughs> I was like, yeah, one more. One more my ass. You kept saying that 10, ten takes ago. <laughs> well, what do you want me to say? 10 more takes, guys. 10 more takes. Yeah, at least you're honest. <laughs> Uh, you guys, well, you guys crushed it. That that opening um, Steadicam shot gets a lot of attention. A lot of people love that Steadicam shot. That was a good shot. I mean, it was a fun day overall. Mm-hmm. The guys are good, although there was some fun humor that we did. <laughs> yeah, what did I miss? Because I don't get to I don't get to see all the behind the scenes shit. Well, it's it's weird when you when you do like an extra, and you're just in this. You know, you you join up with a bunch of the other groups and it's like everybody's in their own groupie mm-hmm. so like all the extras get together and then all the the, the set builders and the, the graphers and lighting guys are all busy but when they have time off they kind of just cluster together and nobody like intermingles mm-hmm. but because i helped doing the set design i was intermingling so people were giving me like this the stink guy like what the hell are you doing <laughs> oh he's got access i got access like you know <laughs> you, you guys suck <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and so, like, who's the girl there? That's uh, Suja. Suja, yeah, yeah. yeah. She, you know, she was good. We're joking around and laughing with her, and I, and I forget who else was there. Well, who's the set? Who's else the set designer there? Oh, uh, Travis. Was it Travis? Travis was the production designer. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, Larry Sampson was helping out. That's what it was Larry. Larry, yeah. good old Larry. Yeah, Larry. He was helping out a lot. And then uh, I think. I think my uncle shot himself with a nail gun on that set. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. So what Barry does often, because we have such a close relationship, Barry ends up also being called in to do other things on the shoot. That just sounds sketchy. Yeah. I'm not a fluffer. Right? It's not- <laughs> well, practically you were on this one. <laughs> when you had to be the black hands behind our Yeah, you and naked men. <laughs> <laughs> and no, I wasn't a fluffer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, you oftentimes are coming in and helping build sets and stuff. Yeah. Because yeah. you, you've got a construction background. Yep, yep. I do have a construction background. Yep. So you built sets for 12K. It's all right. You can kick my microphone. Your studio sucks, man. This thing is tight. <laughs> like in a, like a small garage here. Yeah. Dude, this is, I need room for the Lamborghinis, so I have to put all my stuff in a very tight corner. Like your guests? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the fucking cars are more important than the guests are. That's right. I'm one of those B-list act. Not even a B-list act. I'm an extra. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's not true. You've got title roles and stuff. 
because uh, we'll, we'll get to that. So uh, 12KM, you came on uh, as a set builder with Uncle Paul. Oh, yeah. Yep, yep. Who also he's, played uh, the demon at the end of it. Yeah, he's the one that's naked. Yeah, he's <laughs> going back to work with a guy that you work with. <laughs> Just, Don't look at him the same way. <laughs> Remember when I told him about the? Were you there when I told him about the movie part? No, I called him up. I have to get him on. I called him up and said to him, uh, "Hey, uh, you want to be in a movie again?" Because he's been in a bunch of my other stuff. He was in the, he, the first movie that we did, which was Torpor. Remember all the way back? Yeah, yeah, he plays a good dead guy. Yeah, he does. He's got that face for it. So he was a dead guy in that, and then he was in the zombie movie that we did. What was the zombie movie? It was like the day after. Oh yeah, uh, I forget the day after the the, the night that the dead came alive. I think is what we called it. I don't know. You're the one that named it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys were uh, killing zombies, and he was a zombie. Yeah, and then we had Leo. Mm-hmm. Leo was your partner in crime in that. On the one thumb Cuban Leo. Leo. <laughs> yeah, I like casting people that don't normally act. It's actually kind of fun because you guys have fun with it. It's, kind of do i guess i mean what else is there to do you have fun when you do this stuff i do yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's a weird like take you out of your weird world and put you in another one well, this is true you know it's not as stressful as the normal stuff that you do not generally you know not for me it isn't <laughs> so then uh you guys uh were brought in for 12 cam to help build sets you guys wanted to build sets yep yep so you guys were doing that and then Oh, we're also getting ready to act in the piece at the same time. Yeah, it was, it was multiple roles going back and forth, but yeah, I guess he was being rushed. It was a hard working environment. Boss <laughs> <Gosh>, was tough. <laughs> and what he shot his hand with the nail gun? Oh yeah, it was it was great. Ugh. Did he nail himself to something? No, I just went right through the, the fatty part of his thumb and an index finger index finger. Oh. <clears throat> He pulled it out and went back to work. Stop being a pussy. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, and then uh, you were in as one of the, perfectly cast as one of the Russian drill uh, oil riggers. Was it the same name? Like Sladvich Goodhart or something? Or? Yeah, I forget what we called you in it, but it was the Russian translation of Barry Goodhart, I'm yeah, sure. Pretty much. I'm sure. And then... Um, you also were cast because uh, you, you did that one day, right? Were you just on the set for one day besides the studio day that we did? I can't. I think I was a couple of days there, actually. Yeah, I can't remember because my work schedule was easy enough for me to get like get in one day here and another day there. And you, I know I wasn't there for a lot of the shooting, but we we got there early to do because we what, filmed it in Franklin or something. Yeah, well, yeah it, was it was Franklin somewhere else in the middle of Massachusetts. And, um, yeah, we got there and the whole bunch of the crew and everybody, not crew, but the building crew and the designers and everybody were there. So I think it took us at least a couple of days to get that built. built. Yeah. And then and then while the filming, I think I might have been there for either one or two days for filming. Yeah. And it was weird because I'm not building anymore. So you have, I built the sets for the set to, uh, designers and people to move easily. So I'm in 
an oil rig, I guess the rule was good because an oil rig, I'm supposed to look dirty so I can go help them out. <laughs> you know, <laughs> right, can't right. I screw up my outfit. <laughs> go so, do some more work. You need to look more dirty. Right, right. So I was trying to help out, but I, I felt like I was more in the way. They were saying it nicely. Yeah. You yeah. need to go sit back with the extras. Yeah, get over there. Get, yeah. out, of, get out of town. Go back to your group. Yeah. Um, and then we called you back in when we went to the studio where we did the whole blacked out space and you ended up having your arms painted black. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They, um, it was a weird studio because they had like sl- sliding doors in like the different rooms. Oh, glass doors? It was like, like a, yeah, glass sliding doors. You're like, trying to get like a homey look. And I, I don't know. It was just kind of weird. So everybody just shuttled into these glass doors while they had the, the film being shot. Yeah. And then you, I don't know. If, I, th- I think we could hear it. I don't know if there was a speaker or whatever in that room, but we can kind of hear what was going on. And then uh, you had to get ready to go up to do your part. <laughs> and I just remember saying, man, it's really chilly in here. I feel bad for the poor bastard who's naked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I got, I got uh, Uncle Paul to be naked. Yeah, it was, uh, no, it was, it was interesting. <laughs> I still owe you the bill for the therapy. <laughs> yeah, I got him to be naked for that. I remember because I, I said to him, Hey, uh, I've got a new I've got a new movie because he had been in that and he was also in the Mashuga video. Mashuga. Oh yeah. Yeah, played the demon in that, which he was I, like semi naked. I never saw that video. You never seen that video? You don't show me shit. So he was semi naked in that. He had a little cod piece on. And then so when I called him up, I said, Hey, because he came to me afterwards, uh, after we had done stuff a few years later, and he goes, Hey, I got cast in something else. And I went, What? You know? <laughs> I said, You've been cast in something else. He goes, yeah, I was cast in this other kid's, like, I don't know if it was his nephew or somebody else's film or a friend of a friend. And he's like, I did a movie with this guy. And I go, wow, really? And he goes, yeah, but it had lines in it because of all the stuff that we do. <laughs> yeah, it's no dialogue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's none. And he goes, it was hard. It was very good. It was hard if you're dealing with a kid's show and you swear a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, like every third word is in fuck or shit. Yeah. Motherfucker. And he, yeah, because you guys worked together uh, for a while too. And yeah, we worked in construction together, and we did some um, interesting jobs where you know, we'd be on the side of a house in this fancy, old, old Massachusetts town, and it'd be a, you know um, the house is built in eighteen hundreds or whatever, and we're trying to take apart it carefully and put new stuff, but yet incorporate the old stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's not like a regular smash it up and then. You know, put all the new stuff. So you got to be gingerly with it. Mm-hmm. And he's not known for being gingerly sometimes. And when things don't go well, he gets angry and swears come out. And I just remember being up on a ladder by two big arborvitae trees, and there's a school bus stop with parents and kids. And they're all sitting there happy. And you can hear the kids running in the streets out laughing. And then you can tell when my uncle hit his thumb with a hammer. <laughs> motherfucking kind of son of a bitch whore pussy motherfucker blah, blah, blah. and I'm just staring looking at the kids and the parents and they're looking at me I'm looking behind the house thankfully he wasn't anywhere in sight so I look back at the parents I'm like man that neighbor's really pissed at something <laughs> and I was like well I'm glad we're not advertising for this job because we're not getting called back <laughs> take the old company sign off the lawn <laughs> yeah to, to get the company shirts off we're not here guys oh man <laughs> so uh, I love both of you guys and I love him I love working with both of you guys you guys are a lot of fun to have on set and it's always fun especially with him because it's, it's sort of a spectacle where he's just like 
his eyes are open to it. And he's an animated fellow. He is. And when I talked to him originally, I said, hey, I got a new part for you. And he goes, oh, yeah? And I go, yeah, I got a part. It's a pretty big part. It's a juicy part. You're the bad guy at the end of this movie. Why would you use the word juicy? <laughs> and so you're a Russian. He goes, I don't speak Russian. I go, good news. When you work in my movies, you don't get any lines. So you're fine. There's no lines for you. <laughs> we know better. Yeah. And he's, he, was like, he was like, all right, all right. I said, but. There's a catch. There's it always a catch. But wait, there's more. But you're going to have to be naked. He goes, hmm. Like naked, naked? Like full naked? And I go, yeah. He goes, hmm, are there makeup artists? <laughs> I said, yeah. yes, they're makeup artists. And he goes, hmm, okay, I'll do it. <laughs> and so he was uh, full naked and, and more naked because I also convinced the lead actor. I said to him, look, it's the special effect in this is male nudity. Now male nudity is becoming a thing, but I was on this in 2016, all right? So male nudity yeah, it wasn't is, really much of a thing. <laughs> male nudity is a special effect in itself. It because, was special, all right. <laughs> and so, so uh, I asked the lead actor, and he goes, "Yeah, yeah, I'll do it too." And then we showed up that day, and uh, fucking, uh, he's like, "Can I put a sock on?" So the actor really changed his mind last minute, and I was like, "Look, Uncle Paul's going to be fully naked." I know the funny thing is everybody calls him Uncle Paul. It's like he actually has a real name. I mean, it's like his stage name is Uncle Paul. It'd be like Russian Uncle Paul. Which is twice as creepy when you know, yeah, and you're running around naked with a guy called Uncle Paul. And the other main actor has to put a dick sock on because he's a little nervous about being naked in front of Uncle Paul. It's yeah. like the creepy uncle that shows up in a panel van and offering candy. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, yeah, it was fun. It was fun. He was... He was ready to go. He was full throttle. He had his pants off immediately. And I was like, you want to get dressed in between? He's like, bad, bad choice of words, man. Bad choice of words. Full throttle. <laughs> what kind of show are you running here? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was in. He was in like Flynn. And there sort of hit a point where like it didn't matter anymore. I think in the first 10 minutes, I was like, all right, you've seen your dick. I'm going to see your dick all day. It's fine. But then you, and yeah. you and Lance got cast as the demon hands that grab onto our lead actor. Oh, that poor guy's never seen it has his face in the, your films either. It's always his hands. Lance, and, yeah. know, Lance, Lance needs some good screen time. He just shot. He's in the new. He's in the new movie I just did. Well, well, it's about time. The guy deserves some credit. Credit's due. <laughs> other than grabbing a naked dude, <laughs> I'm sure he has therapy bills too that you're gonna have to pay for. <laughs> That's right, because who was the top hands and who was the bottom hands? Do you remember? I try not to. Yeah. <laughs> I think you were bottom hands. No, I don't think I did. <laughs> you turned the lights down so nobody could see you now. <laughs> Just cuddling this guy because you guys had to get real close on him. I don't know what we did. I just, like I said, I forget that. <laughs> All I remember is putting this cold, sticky crap on. Mm -hmm. At least I hope it was makeup artist. Yeah. Well, yeah, we used that super slime stuff, which is, looked really awesome on screen. It was like black gooey stuff. Yeah, yeah. And oh, Rob Fitz did the special effects makeup. He was a really nice guy, remember? He had the bandana. He was the one spray painting you. Yeah. What I can remember. You're brushing you. Really good guy. He seems like a nice guy. Mm, very talented dude, Rob Fitz. Yeah, very soft hands. <laughs> um, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you've been in a bunch of stuff. You did the 12KM thing. You actually built the table recently. A table? What table? I think that was the last thing you did. You built the table for the Dale Strong piece that I did. The, the knives? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The knife table, yeah. We had to build a black table with a glass top. Although, we did that... Um, 
uh, what was it? The um, the doors one where we had to build the um, oh, the sink. The sink who's there. Yeah, yeah, who's there? That's what it was. It was. We did a couple of things there, didn't we? Or just the sink. We did the sink. You weren't in who's there at all. I don't think no. so. No. no. I was actually, I was stuck at another job, so I couldn't really help you. I left the trailer there for you guys to use all my tools. Yeah, but you couldn't be on set. You helped build the sink prior to it. Yeah, we did the prior build um, um, before the whole shooting. So in who's there, for those of you who have seen it, here's some spoilers for those of you who haven't. Um, but there is a moment where the lead actress looks into the bathroom and something terrifying happens under the sink. That's my uncle. <laughs> in the bathroom. <laughs> and uh, we actually built in that location. That was, that was my... What the hell was that? <laughs> I'm just getting air fucked by something in your throat. <laughs> that was a little ass reflux. Yeah. In the bathroom, we there was uh, just one of those standalone porcelain sinks. Oh, yeah. And so they didn't have a cabinet, and I needed to have a cabinet. Yeah, but we couldn't touch the sink either, so we had to build around it. Yeah, so you guys built a face, yeah. like a face, like a cabinet face that sort of sat yeah. around it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so it molded, and it had, I think the old one had, it was a, was a, no, it didn't, it had two legs on the side with like cloth feet, so almost like an old cast iron tub. Yeah, yeah. Had, of course, you wanted to cover all that up, but. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, oh, it was interesting. We did. We did that. I don't know if that came before or after the, yeah, no, the knife thing. Range, yeah. yeah, it was both the same range. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we've been doing stuff since the beginning. You actually were getting into camera stuff before I was way back in the day. I was, and I learned my lesson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what was the lesson that you learned? I'm not good at it. Oh, that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> I stick with what I know. I build things. Yeah, yeah. Because you started doing camera stuff when you were younger. Yeah, 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 we were doing um, production work. I think the company uh, was the SEMPTI, I think it was, Society right, of something or another. You were part of the SEMPTI student chapter on the Northeast student chapter. Yep, oh, that's right. And those of you listening, SEMPTI is that they, they're a, a group that creates a lot of technical standards. So they created like the color bars, they created test tones, they create all that kind of stuff. I think they're still around. I don't know what sort of new standards they're creating these days, but... Uh, I couldn't tell you. I haven't dealt with that in a long time. Yeah, but you back in the day, you were, were learning how to do multicam shoots and stuff. Yeah, so it was uh, production work mostly. So a lot of the kids that were in that group ended up going to like NBC and mm-hmm. and um, like Deadly's Catch Shows. Or I don't know. They did something within that spectrum. Mm-hmm. Of course, me being the president of the section, what do I do? <laughs> Nothing to do with it. <laughs> I let me go build instead. Yeah, yeah, he got out of it pretty quick. Yeah, it was just a little too much politics where we were. But not fully out of it because uh, you end up working with me all the time. Yeah, I'll throw in what I know, but I mean, I was back in 96. I mean, I don't think the technology's still there. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of the same stuff. I can white balance a camera on an old um, Panasonic, but that's about it. <laughs> you could probably still white balance a new camera. <laughs> oh, my eyes aren't what they used to be, so I'll probably put the wrong button. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So I just wanted to have you on today because you came out to visit. This is your second time out here to Los Angeles. This is my second time out here. It's not bad. Mm-hmm. The flight's a little long, but it's not too bad. Yeah, what, six and a half hours from Boston? I think so, yeah. yeah. It was um, straight flight, so it was it was nice going to LAX. Although you explained to me going from LAX is a long drive to the house. It is. Well, it's not that bad. It was like fucking 40 minutes. 
I thought you said an hour and a half. Well, it depends on traffic. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, but it was 40 fucking minutes. As opposed to if we end up in Burbank, it's like 10 minutes from here. Yeah, well, I don't have to do connecting flights and wait in another airport for hours. I know. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you've been here for a couple of days. We've been doing the beer and the drinking and the eating and the stuff. And then. Yeah, you know, we continued from the last time. We went out, um, tried some new things, new foods. Food out here is really good, actually. Yeah, we have really good, uh, I would call it elevated Vietnamese food when we went to uh, Little Sister. Down I don't in, know uh, why you call it elevated. Well, because they, <clears throat> they're they using a lot of uh, old traditional sort of cooking styles, but then they're packaging it, excuse me, in sort of like an upgraded, elevated sort of pub vibe. So it's like, <clears throat> well, you call it elevated, like if it was great traditional Vietnamese food and it was like in some basic kind of spots uh, and i love those places uh, this is why you don't give people gum in the show buddy <laughs> <laughs> i love those places but uh there's a difference between the mom and pop vietnamese shops and then uh the sort of like hipster elevated kind of spaces and this was more of a hipster elevator. i was gonna say yeah hipster but elevated just seems like a weird way to describe it all right let me just call it a hipster spot there you go i'm thinking what it is and uh i would say that most of the time when you go into hipster spots it's all like sort of flash and you're not really getting the substance they're trying to be as good as the mom and pop shops right yeah and then he whoever the um uh the guy that was running the places actually did he did a pretty good job at keeping the, the theme going with the traditional the tradition, elements. Yeah, the yeah. traditional elements. The, f- the food was really good. Yeah. Really fucking good. I think it's yeah, it was some really of good. the best Vietnamese I've had out here. That's the only Vietnamese that I've had, so. Yeah, you were lucky. You got in uh, in good. That's right. The bar's up pretty high at this point. I know, I'm fucked. Yeah, you're not going to get that shit back in Boston. Oh, no. Not at all, man. So, yeah, we did that stuff tonight. We're going to see a comedy show. We're going to the comedy store tonight. Well... That's where we're going. Yeah, I've never been. I'm excited. No, neither have I. I guess we got something in common. We're going to see, uh, I think, Mark Maron's on the bill tonight. So excited yeah, to see Yeah, who else is that? Um, Lizer Schlesinger. Liza, yeah, Liza Schlesinger. She's pretty funny. Yep. So she's also on there. We're going to see them tonight. Excited about that. Um, <clears throat> but before I continue talking, I should probably spend a moment to pitch one of our I'm not saying that they're a sponsor, but I'm actually lucky enough to be an influencer for Image Comics right now, which is cool and fun. Um, And part of my deal, they send me some free books, and I read those books, um, and I just talk about them real quick on the show. And it enables me to read some some comic books and actually get some books that I would never really pick up from the shelves, right? Because I'm one of those guys that when I do get into a comic book store, I'm usually trying to catch up on issues that I haven't had. Uh, access to or haven't been able to pick up um so i don't end up grabbing new stuff that often and they sent me over this book called i hate fairyland which is a lot of fun it's drawn it's created by scotty young um and it's essentially let me tell you let me read the, the intro here i think it's based on a series that existed before uh that he stopped and now he's picking it back up again don't quote me on that But Gert was a little girl that went to Fairyland and got stuck there for over 30 years. And she became a crazed maniac adult living in a little girl's body and chopped her way through uh, one adventure after another with a huge axe and a sad sack fly named Larry. The illustrations on the thing are pretty scary. Yeah, it's like the Max uh, meets Tank Girl. Yeah, I'd say that. (laughs) It's definitely not a kid's book. I know. The violence in it is fun. (laughs) 
It's a violent book, and it's a fun violent book. They have all the characters' eyes are big and happy, like like a Disney freaking movie, like, and then you just see this gorish. <laughs> it's like it's like Ren and Stimpy. Similar, yeah, yeah. I'd say. And it's it, a, <laughs> the violence. He beats the shit out of her, and then. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he does. It's like teeth missing. 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 I love it, dude. It's a great book. I'd continue reading this one. I really enjoy it. So, like, if you guys uh, are picking a new book up, this is number one. Uh, like I said, I think this is part of a series that existed before, and then the creator went on to do some other things, and he's coming back to it. So, if you uh, are into it and you want to check out a new book from Image, Definitely check them out. Let me see it again real quick. Uh, I Hate Fairyland. Um, and uh, I have the variants uh, cover with her in the green hair and the fluff off shirt. And it's fucking cool. It's very tank girl. <clears throat> and whenever I look for illustrations and comics, I'm always looking for the attitude and tone of the artist uh, that comes through with like uh, sketch lines and like lines of energy. And he just does a fucking killer job. Like, I see this being an animated piece. I really do. So, I Hate Fairyland. Image Comics. Check it out. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah. What else is going on? All those of you listening who are uh, trying to win that Fuji Cam, uh, the date is approaching. We're at the 15th right now. By the end of the month, I'm choosing a winner. There's a bunch of new listeners listening to the show. If you want to win a free camera from Fuji Film. Uh, all you have to do is go to my Instagram page at Mike Petchy. I pinned the post with the rules, but essentially underneath that post, say, I want to win the camera. Here are my three favorite episodes of the podcast and tell me why you deserve this camera. Why it's a camera that you should have. What are you going to make with it? Are you going to shoot your first movie? Are you going to shoot photos? What are you going to do? Uh, do that stuff and you'll be entered to win the contest. Now, what I'm going to do is I'm going to pull a name from all the entries, stick it in a hat with all the folks that have been doing extra credit work, right? So one person from the group that's not doing extra credit work will then transition into a larger pool of people doing extra credit work. And you go, how do I do extra credit stuff? Go back and listen to the past five episodes. I give clues in those episodes on how to get extra credit. Uh, but this week... <clears throat> some new extra credit sounds like a project it is a project if you're gonna win a fucking camera you know how expensive that camera is i don't know what is the camera uh we're giving away an awesome video and still camera from fujifilm oh it's a pretty rad rig i don't have it right in front of me but i'll show it to you um and uh if you're gonna do that it's a couple thousands of it's thousands of dollars for that rig so you're gonna do some fucking work for it i'm not just gonna hand it out to you well, okay then. Sorry to ask. Yeah, you're not going to get it. <laughs> I know I'm not going to get it. I wouldn't know how to use it. <laughs> you can white balance it. I can white balance it, and that's all I'm good for. All right, so this week, what I would say is uh, let's do one of the sponsor bits. Go visit. Let's see, which sponsor should we send you guys to? Let's do Jambox. Go visit jambox.io on Instagram and just leave them a message under any of their posts and say, hey, I really appreciate you sponsoring In Love With The Process. Make sure you tag me in that post and I will see it, right? Put you higher on the list. Um, and uh, we'll pick our winner by the end of the month. All right. Um, so that's it for uh, whatever ad reads we'll do for, the, for this little episode. Well, here's your comic book back. Thanks, buddy. Um, so I'm pretty excited. I'm excited that you're out here in California. 
Yeah, it's good to be out. Like I said, um, it's a different, uh, a little different scenery. Mm-hmm. I mean, it I should say actually, it's a lot different scenery. It's not the same as Boston, but mm-hmm. it has some pretty cool uh, local spots. Mm-hmm. The bars are fun out here. Bars are fun. Air quality is weird, but yeah. But you're coming out of a good time because we had all that rain and pouring, so the air has been pretty nice. Yeah, no, this is true. I mean, mm-hmm. it's not every day you wake up, watch the news, and they say hey, air quality is going to be can't breathe today dude when it was bad it was bad when it was the when the fires were right around the corner i had the windows taped like paper tape shut and i had a box fan in here with a hepa filter on it the hepa filters were just getting black by the end of the day that sounds like a great place to live yeah it was pretty intense when it was fucking smoky out here yeah well i don't know i don't know know if i'll be able to live out here it's fun i mean i'll take your word for it i mean the the thing about Los Angeles is that there's always an adventure in all these little towns or all these little parts of these little counties that are out here. And then um, the the weather dynamic is so fascinating, right? Because the weather is usually pretty good. There's like two or three months where it's kind of scorcher, but the rest of the time it's like this. It's like 70s. Yeah, I don't think I've been out here when it was hot, so I'm... It's been pretty nice weather. Yeah, when it's hot, uh, when it's hot, what you basically do is you wake up, you try to get some shit done before ten, then you sit in air conditioning until about three thirty, and then you try to get your shit done after three thirty because it gets really hot in the center in the afternoon. That sounds like a builder's nightmare. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot can't, of construction guys are out early, and then hey, you can't get anything done. Yeah, yeah, it's very true. Although the dudes that do stuff out here are very sort of like I watch these guys out there in fucking hundred degree heat, and I'm like, how are you doing this? Not easy. I think we get hundred degree heat every once in a while, but not like here. Yeah, I don't know. Do you get a lot of humidity? No, here it's like microwave heat. Uh, Well, I wouldn't know. I don't put my head in the microwave. Yeah, (laughs) how do you you compare the the heat index to a microwave? Well, all right. Let's say it's like it's like a convection oven. So like it's all dry heat. You put your hand in there, and it's like. So out here, it could be 100-something in the sun, and then you go to the shade, it's 80. So the humidity kind of, like, takes that heat and spreads it everywhere. Yeah, it, gets, it sucks. I, I know yeah. it, it, it gets a very uh, sticky when you're trying to do work. But, I, I mean, once you're out there and you're used to it, the big thing is to keep hydrated, but yeah, that never works. And you got to powder your crotch because of uh, the chafing. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Where do you come up with this stuff? <laughs> you don't use gold bond? You don't keep the uh, the edges from uh, chafing up on you? And you start making sourdough. I'm like, <laughs> you get too much powder down there. It just doesn't make anything right. No. Well, see, you got to use some gold bond. Ah, you just sweat through it. <laughs> That's gross. <laughs> well, we're not going on dates with anybody. We're putting a roof on or doing some not. siding. It smells like someone left shrimp out on the counter all day. I wouldn't know about that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah, man. Um, California's been fun. It has been fun. Um, Like we said, there was some cool places that we went to. I can't remember any of the names, and there were some great people that I hung out with. Once again, can't remember any names. Yeah, we went out for Lance's birthday the other day. I do remember Lance. Lance Lance is a good guy. Lance is a good guy. We went and hung out with him, and we did some drinking and some partying. Yeah, there there were some good friends that you have. Some mm-hmm. new friends that we met. Mm-hmm. Hung out with Stu Stewart. Stewart. He's uh, almost done working on his big movie. He's been out here for seven months. Stu listens to the show, man. 
We got to hang before you leave. Yeah, you like supposedly right down the street. Yeah, right around the corner. Yeah, apparently he doesn't like you. He doesn't want to come over. <laughs> he's working so hard, but when he has his days off, he's he's crashing out. Um, but yeah, Stu, we'll come back. Um, so yeah, man, I don't want to drag this out. I think it's been good. I think it's good to have you on the show. Is there anything that you wanted to talk about? I don't know. Do you, you want me to talk about anything? You don't know, huh? No, I don't know. Um... <laughs> Well, you and I, I mean, here's the big joke. The joke is that we call you Barry Goodhart, but obviously we're brothers. When they look at you on IMDb. Yeah, they they, kind of know that. And then they can't figure out who's the older brother. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know why. Yeah, we're not going to say who's the older brother. No, no, there's a lot of immaturity. Yeah, yeah. Um, But um, we've been, you know, because we were roommates for years. We basically lived in the same room for at least 18 years, right? Yeah, our roommates are horrible. They're our parents. <laughs> roommates. No, we were roommates. Oh, well, I guess you can call it that. Yeah, we lived in the same room for 18 years. Give or take, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We used to get in all sorts of trouble. Yes, we did. When we were younger. And we also used to do video productions when we were younger. Remember, we doing like video book reports and all that bullshit. Yeah, those are horrible. And then we used to do uh, Christmas pageants where they'd film us performing. Uh, I don't know anything about that. <laughs> what, you blocked it all out? I don't know anything about that. <laughs> I think you're making this up. Yeah. <laughs> you got one hell of a fantasy and imagination. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, we used to do all that stuff. Uh, yeah, we, we spent a lot of time together. So you doing anything new? Any new filming or anything? Yeah, I just shot a movie last weekend. Oh, did you? Yes, with Lance. Shot a whole new piece that I've been talking about on the show a little bit. Oh, yeah. You can come through, Gino. It's no big deal. What's going on, Beans? Not much. That's great. We have, we you going to cook some breakfast? Yeah, yeah oh. make it up. Oh, sick, ma'am. Hi. Oh, perfect. Look at that, right in the studio. She has a kitchen and everything. Yeah. Apparently a laundry room. And yeah. you're really painting the studio to be a really big place here. <laughs> it's a huge place, except for the spot that you were recording in. I try to cram you in the middle of Yeah, no kidding. Of everything here. I'm literally between milk crates here. Yeah, yeah. Well, move the chickens. <laughs> Get those chickens That's out right. Of it's like in a Jones plane. <laughs> just stuck there with the chickens flying to Bangladesh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're on the top of the bus. Yeah, no. What was that movie? Uh, oh, Jewel of the Nile, which was... Uh, who was in that movie? That was Michael Douglas, yeah, Kathleen who, Turner. Kathleen Turner. And then uh, Danny DeVito. I don't remember Danny DeVito in that He was like the little guy that was chasing them all the time. <laughs> <laughs> You're one with the description. Yeah. 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 The He's one the little guy. <laughs> he was the one on the payphone. Like, oh, wow. Had the hat. Yeah, he had the hat. He was fun. He was a great one in that. Which was like the romance novel version of Indiana Jones with those movies. It was like Jewel of the Nile and Romancing the Stone. Yeah, there was another one out there too that he was in. Romancing the Stone. Yeah, he was romancing something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I just remember the the bus with the chickens on top. I don't remember that. Well, she uh, had to get on the bus and drive to the... To this, uh, to the jungle, to the fucking rainforest. Oh, like when she first went and met him or whatever. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. She that's, gets tossed out in the mud, falls in the mud or whatever. Yeah, that's right. Well, that's the other thing that we do is we love movies. You and I watch movies all the time. 
Well, nothing else to do. You watch a movie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, so, we couldn't watch any TV when you were a kid because you fucked that up. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got grounded all the time. Oh, I got grounded. We could never watch TV. I mean, you try to get home and, you know, the parents go away and you're like, sneak, sneak in television. <laughs> of course, the television's right in a room where the window is where the car comes back in the driveway. So if the car pulls in, you're already busted. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, we never be able to watch TV. You can watch movies on the weekends. Mm-hmm. And it was... Or that or um, that double feature. Oh, the creature feature, double yeah, feature? Yeah, we watch Godzilla and whatever other weird shows that you like now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then we used to always paint. I don't know why. I always remember painting a room. Oh, right. House paint. It was always like painting a room. All right, Saturday, we got to paint this room. I thought we painted it last week. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny how your fucking memory works. I was like, we had to paint this room. I had to paint that room or do something sort of maintenance thing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's probably because mom didn't think dad can do it very well so she had him do it again probably and go, I don't know let's go paint it again you didn't do it right yeah yeah what did uh, what were your favorite movies that we watched when we were growing up oh there's been a couple of them there was uh, uh, John Candy was a big part of our mm-hmm. growing up too so you had all the John Candy movies which is uh, um, which, one's your, which one's your favorite Oh, Great Outdoors. Is oh, a, by far. Oh, Great Outdoors is a funny quoted movie. You know, he's refueling in the rafters. He's about a two and a half pounder. <laughs> no one ever accused you of having a grand vision. Nobody ever accused you of having a grand vision. Yeah. Wouldn't it be great if everybody you hated just dropped dead? <laughs> yeah, I love that. Uh, we quote that all the time. All Let's, my friends in Massachusetts, I have a few of them, attorneys and scientists and other workers, firefighters, we all, we, we're a big group of us and we just, we sit down and we have dinners and watch movies too. It's like being back in the old days. I don't like all those kids jumping all over. What was his name? The old guy that died. Uh, oh, jeez, oh, now you're going to have to uh, yeah, ask me. It's, uh, that was a Ned. Was it Ned? Yeah. I don't like you youngsters jumping all over him. He's not in Jungle Gym. <laughs> <laughs> he was dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He died in the car on the way over here. Yeah, why would an old man would like a girl kiss him on the cheek? A dead one. A <laughs> <laughs> dead one. A dead one. That movie is ah, fucking... Go wash up. Go wash up. Like that's going to help. The guy's dead. You're disgusting. <laughs> I got a kick out of the fact they never called the cops or the fire department or ambulance. They just let him die. Yeah, they left him in the seat. <laughs> just left him in a wheelchair, which looked like a jungle gym because he had his cane across it and the kids are all hanging <laughs> off it. That's right. That's right. He's not a jungle gym. Jim. <laughs> it's not Jungle Jim. Yeah, I think it was filmed in Canada, too, wasn't it? I think so, yeah. It made it like Clark County. That's what it was, a killer bear of Clark County. If you guys haven't seen it, go watch The Great Outdoors. It's a classic. John Candy, Dan Aykroyd. That was a good movie. Annette Bedding plays Dan Aykroyd's wife. Yeah, she did. She was a, She's always played like that annoying actress to somebody. Right. Wasn't she in Amer- American Beauty too? Yes. Yeah. She was in American yeah. Beauty. Yeah. I mean, she does it well. I'm not saying she's an annoying person, but I mean, I don't know her personally. She plays characters that tend to be But annoying. she tends to play that that well. Yeah. And, and like, John Candy was good too because he played multiple different roles. He could be a happy-go-lucky kind of guy and then he could be like, not so much cynical, but... Um, Sad. He had a lot of sadness in there. There's some sadness, but then he had some like quirky, like, Jesus. <laughs> What was another one that we? Uh, who's Harry Crumb was an okay oh, one. Harry Crumb, Uncle Buck. Uncle Buck is a fucking classic. Uncle Buck is funny. Like he just torches this kid. Yeah, bug. Yeah, bug. Nat, bug. I've been known <laughs> to circumcise a gnat. <laughs> yeah, it's a good. Great, one. There was some great quotes in those movies, and Dan Aykroyd was good too. He was he played in a good 
couple movies like Ghostbusters. He was funny in and with Bill Murray. Mm-hmm. Um, Bill Murray actually lives or has a hot place on the vineyard. Oh, does he? Yeah, supposedly. Um, I haven't seen him there, but guys that I, I know that work over there will tell me stories of every once in a while just photobomb someone in a they'd be taking pictures in a bar and he'd just come in and join the party mm. and I was like ah oh, that'd be cool it'd be cool just to hang out with Bill Bill Moore yeah I mean a lot of those dudes had especially during um, when they were doing um, Blues Brothers a lot of those guys all had houses over on the vineyard yeah Belushi they, I think Edward. Belushi is actually buried over there in um, yeah, the Tisbury Chillmark I forget which one of those towns over there mm-hmm so, um, yeah, yeah, they they did a documentary about it, too, just recently. Mm-hmm. I saw it. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, no, it's kind of weird that, you know, you think of a small little island and everybody seems to be focused and migrated to it. Mm-hmm. It's a fun island, though. I mean, we went there one time. We went there last um, summer. We had a good time. Uh, yeah, this summer, actually. We yeah. were one time. It was this summer. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was fun, you know. Yeah, nice little drinking community, fun little bar spots. <laughs> yeah, we're in Massachusetts. Everybody's drunks. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's plenty of that. Yeah. It does feel like like uh, the cleaner version of like uh, Pirate's Cove, you know, the way that the bars are sort of laid out. You sort of go in there. It, it is. You know, they, they have it all around the harbor. And so, and most of, obviously, because they don't have any roads coming into the, the island, it's all main inlets of the harbor. So, um, one town specifically is where they kind of accumulate and... They have all the cool little bars and stuff. Not, there. What is that? It's not Gayhead. What is no, that? No, that's Oak Bluffs. Yeah, it's Oak Bluffs. Yeah, Oak Bluffs. And then yeah. uh, I think the other one is um, uh, Vineyard Haven. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So there's, there are two different style towns. Like you go into one, they both have the ferries that come into them, but one was a dry town, so you couldn't really do any drinking in there. You have to either bring it yourself or you do it at your own home, like all the bars. And they didn't have bars. They just had restaurants. Oh, uh, yeah. And so then then everybody just kind of migrated over to Oak Bluffs, I guess. Well, I mean, for those of you who have never been to the East Coast and never been to Massachusetts, um, we lived for quite some time on the Cape, on Cape Cod. You still live on the Cape. Yeah, I still live over there. Yeah, and the Cape is the arm. So if you look at Massachusetts, it's the arm, sort of the flexing arm portion of it which sort of jettisons out into the ocean and the only way to get onto the cape is by taking one of two bridges so there are two large bridges either the sagamore or the Bourne, or the tunnel or the yeah, or the tunnel right <laughs> uh and uh it's essentially an island it's essentially an island it's a man-made island peninsula yeah it's people debate that it's, well i mean i think the people that live on there full-time feel like they live on a fucking island Oh, I don't know about that. Yeah, they get all weird and depressy. And this is true. Yeah, because the Cape is like it, it. I forget how much it increases in the summertime. I don't know if it bloats like sixty percent or something. Yeah, it's, it's a ridiculous amount. I mean, the town I live in, I believe it has like forty thousand people year round. It's actually growing, which is um, eerie. But um, in the summertime, it goes up to like one hundred and fifty. It's crazy. Yeah, there's a lot of people that. Yeah. migrate there i mean it's it's cluttered there's a lot of a lot of douchebags <laughs> <laughs> so yeah uh and then off the cape there are a couple islands so you've got martha's vineyard which is closer and then you have nantucket which is a bit further out there's a scattered few islands too out there i mean there's there's even smaller ones that a lot of people don't know about like the um elizabeth islands gosnold islands and stuff which is between like the vineyard and, and Falmouth and New Bedford and that area there. And it's a small community and it's not really a big public island. It's more like private. There's a lot of private houses. Was it like 5,000 people on it or something? I think it's less than that. Yeah, wow. Yeah, it's less than that. They they, they have one store 
And the, the ferry that shuttles stuff over there is very small. Mm-mm, wow. It's like the Jaws ferry. That's right. They did film Jaws over in- uh, They filmed it over there in- uh, Egerton, It was like Egertown. And, yeah. and uh, I think Chilmark too. I can't remember. Yeah, Chilmark because they use the big bluffs over there. So when you watch Jaws, and I love Jaws, but when you guys watch Jaws at home and it has that whole beach vibe, it still feels like that beach vibe yeah. in certain areas. Of the yeah, camp. I mean, they play it on on the um, like AMC or one of the old movie channels. They play it all the time. And it's uh, like during Jaws Week or Jaws Month, they'll play Jaws all the time. Oh, yeah, Shark Week. Oh, Shark Week, not Jaws Week. <laughs> Might, as well, Might fuck, as well be. Might as well be. It's a fucking shark with teeth. <laughs> and now the sharks are up in that area, so it's it's become more prevalent, so they're, they're showing it more because we have a bigger increase in sharks up there. Right. You guys had a bunch of great, great whites and stuff up there. Oh, yeah, there's some great whites. Um, and there, I think one person actually did get attacked by one of them. And, I mean... His, Guy fucking deserved it. What an idiot. I mean, it's shark infested water and you're going out to swim and it's about 50 degree temperatures and you're putting on a black wetsuit and you're swimming with seals and you want to go pet the shark. What do you think he's going to do? He's going to eat you. He's going to seal. He's going to nibble. He's going to take a little bite at you. Yeah. And then there's other other, um, stories I've heard about. they called it a shark attack because these guys were fishing and they pulled up a, a small shark. I don't know the names of the sharks and my friend, the scientist, will probably laugh at me, but um, they pulled them up accidentally. They were trying to fish for whatever fish that they were going for and the shark took the bite. Mm-hmm. So they pull them up and they're joking around and they're sitting there smiling with it and they, the shark bit them. <laughs> <laughs> bit them on the leg, on the land. So it's like this, like science, uh, this uh, Saturday Night Live skit, you know, land, land shark. shark. Yeah. And you look, you hit me like, what a freaking idiot! <laughs> Guy gets mauled by a shark on the land. <laughs> we used to love that Saturday Night Live skit. Yeah. Wasn't uh, Eddie Murphy in that? I can't remember if I he was. Yeah, it would be a, a doorbell ring or a knock at the door, and someone would open it, and the, the shark would those eat him. Are, those are the old Saturday Night Live skits that we were playing them just recently. Actually, I was playing them here, and uh, mm-hmm. you can definitely not play them nowadays. Oh yeah, there was there was a lot of. Well, racist yeah. <laughs> slayers and terms and oh yeah, but, oh yeah, and they were, they were fun. They're funny, funny shows back then. Obviously, because of the time, but um, yeah, land shark, land shark, land shark. I thought, you know, I heard that story too, and I thought of that. I'm like, what an idiot! <laughs> what the fuck are you doing playing with a shark on the land? They're all taking all this friends a laugh and taking photos at it. I'm like, you idiot! <laughs> Did it take a, a chunk out of him? Yeah, it took a good, I shouldn't say a chunk, but there was teeth marks in it. So you can see this big teeth mark in his leg. He's probably bragging about it now at a bar somewhere. Oh, yeah, I got bit by a shark. I'm like, yeah, you got bit by like a brown shark or whatever, a small little guppy looking shark as you reeled him in like an idiot. Uh-huh. Yeah, he was an idiot. He was a tool bag. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, so we spent a lot of time down there. You live down there. Yeah, I live down you there. You work down there. So you work down there. You're in the mix of all that. I get to see the D bags. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's not a bad place. It's a weird. It's a. It's a fun, strange place to be. It's growing. So it used to be like an old. Um, we used to. We used to joke like you go over the bridge, and you go back in the 1950s because everything was all the old streets. Everybody had the old Main Street try to persona, but it was overcrowded. Yeah, I'm like they try to keep that theme, but now they realize that you know there's way too many people. You, you, the infrastructure needs to get a little bit bigger. So 
Uh, the, all these other and the the older group, the the people that can't get get you know out of the old nineteen fifties aspect is yeah, all dying the baby, off. The baby boomers, yeah, they're all dying off. Yeah, so yeah. then, so now you get this new generation of uh, people coming through. So they they have some um, cool breweries and and um, food places that are now becoming more like you said. There's a hipster element that's there. It's not just going in and having food with whiteheads. And we call whiteheads because they are old people with white hair. <laughs> And, you know, right. and, and some grandma that has the same freaking piece of meat and potatoes and vegetables, like for the yeah, like boiled everything. Oh, it's like horrible. Yeah, but so now the food's changed a little bit, and they um, you know, they have some like ramen places that have started up, and like I said, some of the breweries are going out there. Um, the fish there, though, I mean, we still have pretty good fish, although I laugh because a lot of a lot of it, like the people, are like oh, we go there for the lobster. We don't get lobster from around here. Like some you still look at it, and you're like it comes from Maine. You're like, Cape Cod, right? <laughs> we got lobster from fucking Maine. <laughs> Some of the fishermen locally will have the lobster, but not every place will have that lobster. So, yeah, I mean, we're more for like the um, shellfish. The oysters are really good. Yeah, the oysters. So you get a lot of the oysters that have come from the bays that are outside the Cape Cod areas, and um, they're really good, like Wellfleet, Falmouth, Barnstable, Barnstable. Oh, they call it was it McCoy. I think McCoy oysters are actually in Falmouth, the section of Falmouth. So it's uh, good food. They ship those out here. I did ship you some. Yeah, and some restaurants. Like there's some um, some there's a restaurant down in uh downtown Los Angeles that we go to. It's fucking expensive. It's more expensive than if we were back at home, but they actually ship in stuff from the East Coast. That's why it's expensive. I gotta ship it. Yeah. I sent you that care package from that place that mm-hmm. distributed. It was good and the mm-hmm. lobsters you said weren't quite moving well, but you ate it. It was I, good. We ate it. <laughs> I guess there was still some life in them. They still had some life. They were just sleeping. Yeah, yeah. It was a long flight. Their yeah. arms are tired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, the, it's definitely all about the seafood when you're back there. Yeah, you get there, and it's the New England seafood, and they they do a pretty good job. And um, like I live in Falmouth area, so the Falmouth area is predominantly um, histor- historically it was predominantly Portuguese. So mm-hmm. you get a lot of great Portuguese dishes that some of the places will have, and some of my friends will make. Um, which is funny because then you go outside there, and it's like completely different. You go to a different area that has like. Barnstable area will have, you know, they call it Fintown or, or if I forget what it is out there, but. Um, what are they just doing, like tunas and, and steaks? No, it's like, it's a different group of people. Like, they're not, like, there are some Portuguese, but it's like, like I said, family that just seemed more Portuguese when I when I got there. Yeah. Um, which, like I said, it's not, nothing bad with it. It was, the food is great. The people are, are awesome. Um, but it was just a different cultural change because, you know, we came from, you know, Framingham and the metro metro uh, boston area so everything up there was either hispanic they right. had some brazilian it portuguese was brazilian and, and, uh, and hispanic so you get like you know gonzalves and then gonzalve and then you come down to portuguese and it's gonzalves and you're like if you mispronounce it they'd be pissed yeah yeah so like you just want to make sure that you know like i said it was a different culture change for me but it was it was good it, yeah. Well, I mean, the Cape is still predominantly white, though. You go down there, and it's very much still like a white, especially like yeah. the population's pretty heavy. Depends on where you go. I mean, they there are a lot of Brazilian areas, and like you go into like the Hyannis Barnstable area, the um, there's a little bit more um, mixed ethnicities and diversity, which is not bad. Mm-hmm. You get like diff- once again, the food is great. You can go up there, and you can try all sorts of different types of food. Um, Falmouth is starting to get that mix again. Mm-hmm. Not again, but it's starting to get that mix. And um, some of the outskirts, like if you go, like, yeah, I guess if you go down, 
to the lower, lower cape. They call it lower cape. I don't know why, because sitting it's further up the arm. Mm-hmm. But they call it lower cape. So you go further down there, and it's more summer. So it's, more, it's a summer population. So you, you don't have much there anymore. You go all the way down to P-Town. P-town yeah, so like P-Town, although P-Town's a little bit more predominantly busy, because in, in the history, P-Town actually was the first settled town. Right, it was the first point that they landed the at. The first point they landed, so they settled there, and they, they are, some of their their uh, buildings and their harbors and stuff is old. It's like, well, kind of cool you go there, and they have some old school buildings, some mm-hmm. of them that are still, I'm surprised, are still standing, but... Mm-hmm. Um, and they're all tightly congested like they used to be back when they first settled. So mm-hmm. not a lot of change. And and uh, I think P-Town, if anything, is all historic. So it's all historic districts. You can't do much alteration with it. You have to right. keep within the parameters. So they, they keep the history alive. Yeah, it's a great place to go. I enjoy P-Town. I enjoy going there to drink and hang out. Yeah, there's some interesting uh, shows that you can go to. And mm-hmm. if you like drag queens and uh, drag shows, they have a few bars there that they mm-hmm. they do it. I mean, um, there's some other cool places that will have good food and good mixed drinks. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, the Cape's fun. There's yeah. a lot of really fun spots that you can hit on the Cape. Yeah, and there is. There is. Not bad at all. And then, um, uh, I haven't. I don't usually venture outside the Cape much either because it's... We used to hang out in Boston all the Once time. Once again, he's an islander. So uh, you're, on the, you're on the island. Uh, well, I'm venturing out here, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> I'd say, I, uh, one, my schedule's so busy, I don't get a chance to go out, but I, I don't know anybody off Cape anymore. Like, I used to know a certain group of people in the Boston area, and it was fun to go up there and hang out, but now I don't know anybody. Boston's in. really become a lot different. It's, <laughs> it's, it's very different. It's not the way it used to be. Um, well, I mean, obviously, every old person says it's not the way it used to be, but they were just... It changed with the, the uh, different big industries that rolled through there. So, like the biotech fields, like all these right. big companies that kind of roll through. And you're seeing them in a lot of the big cities that we like, too. Like, if you look at Austin, Texas, you look at all these yeah. different spots, these big fucking companies roll through. Well, they were, they were, they were affordable houses, kind of affordable housing um, back then. But it was affordable to families because all the families have stayed in one house. And then they uh, – uh, there's that gum again. Mm-hmm. So then they um, they started renting them out. So they figured that they can make more money by making each bedroom. So they converted the living room into a bedroom. Oh, so it's got, a fucking nightmare. It, it, so it's tough, and it pushed a lot of the you know the working class out. It's completely. I'd go get my hair cut by a guy yeah. at the barbershop, and he had to he had to drive an hour and a half to get into the city. He's like, I used to fucking live here, but now yeah, nobody can nobody can live in the city. So with that being the, there, you know, it was just tough to. I don't know. It was a pain in the ass to go up there. Yeah. Like, so I'm like, I'm not going to drive all the way up there for an hour to go out bar hopping and then have to drive an hour home. Yeah. That's just stupid. Yeah. And then you try to go rent, you know, you can rent a hotel room or whatever, but. It's expensive. It's expensive. So. I just went back there when I went to see you and I, I tried to stay in my old neighborhood. And yeah. it was like, I'm paying this fucking money for a hotel in my old neighborhood. It's like, yeah. I don't want to do this. No. Well, that, well, you just give me crap. I'm not leaving the island. Well, not necessarily not leaving. I just don't go to Boston. I get it. I get it. We've been to some other places. Like Rhode true. Island's cool, though. Like Rhode Island's a nice place too. But yep. anyway, uh, yeah, that's Boston. That's my. We gotta do some more travel. You and excuse me, you and I do a lot of traveling. Yeah. Well, we came up with that uh, uh, pack. I guess you can call it. Where we. The fuck is that? Keep going. Okay, the guys in construction are getting angry. Yeah. Um, so the. Uh, we used, we set this pack up where we would go out to 
um, the cities within the country because um, our family likes to travel to like England, not England, Italy, and, Italy. I like to do like the uh, European trips. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm not into that. I, I'd rather just tour the fun places that we have in the United States first because you can do it so easily. You don't need. Well, I don't. Some I think now you need a passport if you. Well, don't you got to get that real ID. You got to get that real ID before yeah. you didn't need a passport or anything. So you can easily travel amongst the U.S. and and. And go to some cool places. Like we went to Texas, Austin, Texas. We found yep. some. Yeah, that was a while ago. We did Austin. We did Austin, Texas, Chicago. I've been there twice. I love Chicago. Chicago is good. Yep. Did dual piano bar with a sky bar. Oh, right. We did the dual piano bar there. Yeah, we went to dual piano bar, and then we had this, the sky bar that opened up. I don't think you went to New York with me. And I know you went before I did. But yeah. New York was fun. That was a cool place to go to. Some cool places. Remember there. in uh, Chicago because we did like a kind of like a bar safari on our own in Chicago. Yeah, and then we went down to South Chicago. <laughs> Everybody warned me, don't go to South Chicago. Bad stuff happens in South Chicago. So like, and then there you are going, hey, I got this cool place we can go to. It's a speakeasy. It's, you know, it's a, it's a ride, but we can do it. I'm like, it's a ride. So, but we got a taxi too. I don't think we got, or do we get an Uber? No, we got a taxi. We got there, a, was a, there was an Uber. There, there was an Uber. So we, we got a taxi and we... This taxi just keeps driving south. And I'm like, where the hell are we going? <laughs> and then you get into this area, and we were in the main loop, the Chicago loop. So there's, you know, they had the train, the the buses. They had so much public transportation and taxis and everything. And then we ended up in this place that there was no public transportation. Yeah. I mean, even the cab driver, like, good luck, boys. And he took <laughs> off and went back to, like, the loop. I'm like, oh, where the fuck are we doing? <laughs> All right, let's do it. Let's, let's go in and... It was actually pretty fun. Well, I remember, okay, so as we're telling the story, I had found a thing on this. I had found, someone had told me about it. So we drive all the way out to the suburbs for this spot, and we show up, and it was a liquor store. Yeah, it was It was, a, it was a small fronted store. Yeah, it was a liquor store. We go into the liquor store, and there was this uh, old Korean lady, like an old Korean grandma behind the counter, they and actually it, sold stuff there. Yeah, we walked in. It looked like a liquor store. And we walked in, remember, and she kept yelling at us, IDs, IDs, IDs. Remember? Yeah, yeah. Man, and, why do I need an ID to go into a in liquor store? Liquor store. And so, and I didn't, really, I didn't let you in on what was going on. I said, I got this place. Yeah, but I kind of knew what you were doing. <laughs> like the theme of it is going to speakeasy. So I'm like, all right, she's going to whip out some sort of carton or container. We're supposed to crawl down something. I don't know. <laughs> well, what she did was she checked her IDs. And then she opened up a refrigerator or something, and then we walked yeah. through a refrigerator. Yeah, and then there was a dark, like gloomy, no little window bar, and it was like a peninsula bar. And I can't remember if it had. It, it seemed like it had dirt for floor, but it probably was just dirty. And and they, Do you remember they said uh, bartender, yeah. that, that cute bartender that was there. I'm sitting there going, "Wow, this is weird." It's like yeah, hip, remember, it's they, hipster vibe, weird. Yeah, and she's just like, "Are you here for the party?" Remember, no barbecue. She's like, "You here for the barbecue?" And we're just like. Of course. Yeah. We didn't even know there was a barbecue okay. yet. When someone, when someone asks if you're a god, <laughs> if you, you, say you say yes. yes. You here for barbecue? Absolutely. That's it. That's and it. And of course, she knew, she, she knew we were bullshitting. So she's like, yeah, just keep going in the back where the barbecue is. No, remember she said to us, she goes, you're not here for that. And we go, yeah, we are. And she goes, I'll tell you what, you can stay as long as you buy 
drinks. You had to buy multiple drinks from her. I thought she like said that after we couldn't find out where the barbecue was. Oh, okay, okay. Because she's like, going. yeah, just go up to the barbecue. And we're like, where's the barbecue? And she's like, you guys aren't here for the barbecue. And it's like, well, obviously not because we don't know where the fucking barbecue is. <laughs> That's right. And we had to go through like the back door and then that opened up into an enclosed cement patio. That's right. With picnic tables. And then that still wasn't the barbecue. So like, well, the fuck is this barbecue? And I'm like thinking, I'm like, we're going to go back in this back room and there's going to be like this guy with a machete cutting up guys and he's just gonna be hacking us up putting us into a grinder like sausage links and it's gonna be the barbecue you guys are on the barbecue it's like where are we going to i've seen this you do fucked up scary movies i've seen this we're gonna get murdered yeah and she, they always put like the cute girls in the front they're like oh you're welcome in go on the barbecue <laughs> and then you get this guy with his like leather face and wearing some dudes and freaking arm for a necktie and he's just <laughs> hacking, hacking at you and you're like oh jesus <laughs> i went in the wrong door this well, ain't the barbecue i'm looking for so then we went we finally found it yeah and it was like you go out there and it was like this outside patio and they, they had like wood like really nice wood stuff and bamboo but <laughs> you look at it and you go all right this definitely doesn't fit the area because the bamboo everything's nice around it. and then you see the buildings around it, and it looks like shit <laughs> like, <laughs> We're like, where the hell are we? Like, I mean, this is cool. Like, they really dressed us up nicely, but we're definitely not in a neighborhood that you'd, can, you would expect this. And the food was good. You, know, you go in, it was a weird concept. Yeah, because it was Korean and Polish. Polish. Because the owners of the bar were married, and it was their anniversary or something? Yeah, they were doing some anniversary thing. Or, yeah. Or so they were, I didn't even, I don't know if I ever remember seeing him there. No. He wasn't there. Some, some of the help was cooking, and I'm like, I'm like Polish. I'm like, where did Polish come from? I'm like, nobody here that looks Polish. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but it was good. They did. The, we had like kielbasa with kimchi, and it was like a really fascinating mix of food. It was, and the um, we didn't stay there long either. Which then I can't remember how the hell we got back to our. Yeah, no, we continued on our. Um, we did. We continued. I just don't remember how we got there. Do you remember? I've told this story on early episodes of this show. Do you remember when we went to the Green Door? The Green Door. No. So it was early on our travels. Was this in Chicago? Chicago. And we were talking, you were talking about the fact that Chicago had so many fires, remember? Because most of Chicago burnt oh, down. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the old building. Yeah, and they, it was that one wood structure that still existed. It was the remaining structure from original Chicago. Chicago burnt twice. Yeah. And yeah. most of the structures up there all lost. So that's why... You look at Chicago now; it's a, lot, a little bit modern looking than than like you go to Boston or these older cities because Chicago burnt. Yeah, yeah. Big Chicago fires. So we found this place. I remember it was so old that it was leaning. Yeah, the door didn't open right. It was all sideways. Yeah, and all like the door frames were tilted, shifted sideways. It was almost like a. Uh, <laughs> you even asked the guy like, "Oh, it's pretty cool. You guys have these props to make it look like this." And he's like, "No, <laughs> <laughs> no, this building is this way because it's falling." <laughs> I'm like, "Okay, as a builder, I don't know how this is going to hold up." I remember we went and sat at the bar, and, and then, we were there early. It was like a, it was like a Monday or something. Yeah, it was. It was a weird. Weird day of the week. Everybody's looking at us like, why ain't you at work? Like, oh, we're here drinking, so. Yeah. <laughs> I remember the woman behind the bar started to tell us about the speakeasy. Yeah, yeah, Al Capone. Um, back in the Al Capone days, they had the speakeasy. Yeah. And so she pulled a key out from behind the bar, and she's like, you guys want to get downstairs and see the old speakeasy? Once again, one of those loaded questions. <laughs> sure. <laughs> 
Uh, it was cool. She took us down. There was still dust everywhere, so it wasn't like it was open all the time. No, she said it was for functions and stuff mostly. I wonder if they clean it, but um, yeah, she said they had it for functions. And you go down there, and it was there was no light, so it was very dim, dismal type of place. Uh, I guess for, if you're a speakeasy, you don't want people to see you in there. So yeah, <clears throat> so they um, it was like an old piano down yeah, there. Yeah, it was like an old piano, and they had like a, a bar. Um, I can't remember the bar though. It wasn't like a typical cool no. old school bar. It was just like this thrown together like slab of, like of, of stone or something. I forget. And it was, you, you just go down and you're like, this is it. <laughs> well, the speakeasy. And then I'm like, oh man, this is kind of cool. But she's like, oh yeah, we have functions here. And I'm like, I don't know, we don't have a function in here. <laughs> 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 I mean, the building's falling down as it is, but it was it was cool. Yeah. It was a cool spot. We had fun on that. We had fun doing our little travels and trips. Yeah. Oh, we did. And then um, I forget where else we went. There was another cool place we went out to. Like the sky bar was cool because then the it uh, we had a thunderstorm, lightning storm. So usually they had the sky oh, bar. Right. They had the sky bar open, and then they had to close it because the lightning storm. Oh uh, yeah. So the sky bar is a. Uh, it's at the hotel. I think it was the hotel Wit. Yeah, the Wit at the Loop. At the loop, at and the they loop had the sky bar up on top of the hotel that its roof would open, so they would actually yeah. I think pull open the huge roof for it. What do they say? It's like the number third hot spot for sky bars or some shit like that. Or something. <laughs> I didn't even know sky bars was a thing to be hot. <laughs> you don't want to look this up. I thought you told me this. <laughs> I don't know. I'm making this shit up. It seemed like a good idea. Yeah, but it was cool. You know, you went up there and it was crowded. Though. I remember it was just so crowded. We're all congested and. You get there, and they had the sky bar open. Oh, they didn't have it open. That's right. They didn't have it open. So we asked why it wasn't open. And, oh, they're, yeah. and they're like, oh, we're, it's going to rain. It's, we have a thunderstorm coming. I'm like, perfect reason to keep the sky bar open. <laughs> yeah, it look cool. Yeah, well, they all get zapped by lightning. This would be awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, it was pretty pretty high up. We liked that place. And we also went to the cheeseburger cheeseburger place. Oh, yeah, the, uh, Billy Goat's Tavern. Well, that's what it's called, yeah, right? Yeah, Billy Goat's Tavern. And it was the old... Um, uh, skit from Saturday Night Live with uh, Belushi and Dan Aykroyd. Dan Aykroyd and Bill Murray. You go in there and you you can't get anything other than cheeseburger. Cheeseburger, cheeseburger, cheeseburger. Yeah, Pepsi, no Coke. Cheeseburger, cheeseburger. <laughs> so funny story actually because I went to Chicago before you and I went with some friends of mine. We did the whole sports side of it. So we went. <laughs> you'll love this. So I go out and my friend is telling me he's like, "Look, we want to go to Chicago. We're all going to go to Chicago." So I'm like, "All right, I'm in." So he gets a group of people. And he forgets about me. So he sets the whole trip up. And then I come up to him, like, all right, what's, this, what's the schedule? And he's like, oh, fuck, dude, I forgot you're coming. I'm like, what do you mean, you forgot I'm coming? And he's like, I forgot to book a ticket and stuff for you. I'm like, uh, okay. What the fuck, dude? I'm like, thanks, okay. And then he's like, that's fine, I know the flight. And he's like, I'll type it in. He's like, I'll get it, I'll get it. And so he types it all in. He has to get extra tickets to the games because he has tickets to like, a few Cubs games. And this is before they won the World Series. So this is like old school Cubs game. And the stadium is old too. So um, I'm excited to go. So I'm like, all right, well, you, I'm going to go to the stadium. I'm going to go with you guys on this trip. So he's like rushing through it. He sees the time flight. He's like, got it. All right, I got your own hotel room. So you're going to have to spend more money because you're in your own room. And all the other guys are splitting the room. I'm like, I'm like, whatever. I'll, I'll take I just want to go to Chicago. Mm-hmm. Morning time comes. We go to the airport to go on the plane. They go left. <laughs> I go right. <laughs> and I'm like, where the fuck am I going? And I'm watching my itinerary and I'm looking at his itinerary. 
I'm on a different airline. I'm on a different plane. So I'm like, dude, what the hell? And he's like, at the same time, fuck, I thought you were on my plane. I'm like, all right, I guess I'm not. So I'm sitting in this terminal, and they're at the terminal that has the bars and everything, so they're sending me pictures of drinks. What are you drinking? I'm like, I have an Ambon pain, the bagel place. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, I, I'm having a bagel, and I'm surrounded by Japanese people. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, not that I have a problem. Cool, yeah. whatever. But it's weird that it's predominantly Japanese people. Yeah. So I'm like, what the fuck? So I'm sitting there waiting. And then it takes a while for the flight to come up on that screen to tell you, okay, your flight. So I'm looking at my flight number. Let's say, I can't remember. Let's say it's 275, whatever. Sure. So I'm looking up and it says 275, flight to Tokyo. So you're on a flight to Tokyo? I'm like, flight to Tokyo. But it's like a 727. I'm like, this fucking plane's not going to go to Tokyo. There's no way this plane's going to Tokyo. And I'm like, I got to look at it again. And mine says, you know, flight 275 to uh, here, um, Chicago. Oh, so what, did they have a stopover? Well, they didn't have it up there. So I'm like, I'm going to fucking Tokyo. <laughs> so I'm like, Jesus Christ, I'm going to Tokyo. So I'm texting him and he's like, what the fuck? And I sent him a picture. I'm like, dude, I'm going to Tokyo. <laughs> so then then it was a connecting flight. So it goes into Chicago and then the connecting flight goes to Tokyo. So I'm like, it'd be cool if you started having 275 Chicago, then yeah, Tokyo, then not Tokyo. just fucking Tokyo. <laughs> so I'm like, so here I am in a plane full of um, J- J- um, Japanese. Yeah. I'm the tallest guy. <laughs> so I'm in this plane and everybody, they're like, there's like a, a, it's a school. I don't know what kind of school. They, everybody has like the uniforms and they're just small, small um, students or whatever. I don't know if they're on a trip or whatever. So we fly in and of course he fly. They, my friends come in and they, they, they get right to their terminal because they're not in a connecting flight. Sure. So I'm in the international side. So I have to go across the whole fucking airport to go into what would be the shuttle bus side. So they're sitting there waiting for me and they're laughing because they sit there and say, we watch you come down that terminal and there's all these short little Japanese people and a tall guy with a mustache <laughs> just walking behind them or walking in the mix of them. And I'm like, yeah, uh, as a thanks, guys. So, it's a fucking uh, lost in translation at that point. Yeah, I felt like, uh, what's his name there? Um, Bill Murray. No, not Bill Murray. There's another movie I was thinking of. Um, uh, he's a, a baseball player. They sent him up to Japan. It was... Um, uh, he. Oh my God! Um, trying to think, not Sanders. Um, Selleck. Oh, Tom Selleck. Tom, Fuck! What Tom was the Selleck. name of that movie? It was like the, not Rookie or something. I forget the name, but so he, he's a mustache dude playing <laughs> playing in in like this football uh, in this uh, baseball team for the like a Japanese league. Uh huh. What and, was that called? And he he comes off the plane and he's just surrounded by smaller people. Than he is, and it's just he stood out. I felt like him. I, yeah. I, I can't. I'm I, trying to figure out what the name of that is. It's such a deep cut. Uh, yeah, I, I can't remember the running name. Running mates in and out, broken trust, Mr. Baseball. Super that's, simple. God, that's a simple thing. I told you. Yeah, Mr. Baseball. Oh my God, I forgot about that. Fucking so movie. there I am, Mr. Baseball, coming off a plane with a mustache and all these Japanese guy, um, kids and people around me, and I'm just the tallest guy. All oh, my friends are laughing. Of course, they're shit faced because they were at the bar, and I'm sober as a dog, going, "Why the hell am I here?" Yeah. <laughs> so then we 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 start our excursion, and we do the sports excursion. And you know we go to we go to um, uh, I can't remember the Cubs Wrigley Field. Yeah. So we go to Wrigley Field, and of course, once again, I don't have the same fucking seats. What the fuck? So they're like, "Hey, um, I couldn't get the same seats this game, but we're going to be in the next game. We'll get the same seats." So you're going to go sit by yourself? No, yeah. no, 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 no. I'm general admissions. So I'm on the outfield, up high, 
standing. You're standing. I'm in the standing section only up high on that. Um, I don't know if it was center or left center. There's a section on the top part of the field. You could catch a lot of the balls because they come at you, but like I'm, just, I don't know anybody. So I'm, you're supposed to be traveling with these guys. You're oh, yeah, they're to my friends. Trip with these guys. They're your friends. They book you on a fucking flight. They to took me Tokyo. the wrong, the wrong flight to talk in Tokyo, and then they put me in the general admission sections. Well, unreal. <laughs> Ka- no, 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 hold on. Karma has a way of kicking themselves in the ass. So because I went through the general missions, I, I brought my own um, ID, I brought my um, uh, credit cards and stuff. So, you know, in order to get beer, you have to pay either via credit card. I think back then it was like cash. So they had to go to the ATM to get money to get cash. So I had cash on me. So they go to an ATM down in the, the area where you have the seating, and it was a gypsy ATM machine. Oh. And all their stuff got stolen. Oh. So like I sat there going, I don't want to be cynical, but... Fuck you. <laughs> I mean, you got, your, you got all your money stolen. And so now they're like, what the fuck do we do? So they, like, they didn't really, it's the funny thing too, is they don't realize it because they don't just hack into your account. They wait. Yeah. So they get all the information. Then they take the ATM machine out and they, and it's, nobody uses the wires so the cops can't find it. And then they start hacking like weeks later. So after the trip's over, they're like, my fucking car is getting hacked. And I'm like, what? So one guy, one of my friends gets the card gets hacked. He goes to the bank and he's like, look, my card's getting hacked. I'm like, well, you need to file a... And then she stops and she's like, they're drawing money on your account right now. <laughs> and you're right here. And he's like, yeah. She's like, well, we can prove that then. We'll, we'll cut everything out and the insurance help pay him. My other friend was not so lucky. So they sat there and he has like a mortgage payment tied to this account. He has all sorts of stuff tied to this account. So he had to file a police report in Chicago and then have another one filed in the hometown that he lived in uh-huh. before they can, the insurance can settle. So he's like, I can't pay my freaking mortgage. I can't pay. They, they, they shut the, obviously they shut the account off, but like sure. the damage is done. And I just sat there. I'm like, ah, you know, kind of a dick, but you guys are dicks too. So I'm kind of laughing. The fact that you, <laughs> you, a, that's karma for putting me on that Tokyo fucking uh, Fucking Tokyo is kicking you in the ass. Yeah. <laughs> and then the rest of it, like we did this, like it's the whole sports event. Of course the cubs lost the game and and the whole stadium just blew up with people like partying every game they felt like they won the world series like you walked in you're like your team lost they're like oh, who's the fox well, it's a great time cubs the bears you know the bears sure, <laughs> like, sure. You know, and we went to a couple of bars and and I, you know like i finally met up with them after um, being alone with these people from a um, great couple too from Utah. We would just sat there and they're like, what do you do? I'm like, I'm a builder. I'm not from Chicago. I'm not a big sports guy. I have no idea who's playing. We're just laughing at the, the people watching guy walking by with mullets. We came up with some storyline about a mullet guy. And and then, you know, my friends are sending me a text. Oh, the game's getting boring. We're leading out. I'm like, I'm actually having fun here. Fuck you. I'm, I'll meet you guys at the bar. So at the end I go to the bar and they, they tell me this location, wherever it is. And I walk in and it's weird. It's a weird bar. You walk up, it's a sports bar, but it's, it has a dance floor, like in the be- beginning of the bar when they had music playing, everybody's partying. So I forget what music they had playing. Sure. And the beer, I think the old style was the beer. So instead of like a light beer, you had like the Chicago old style beer. Uh-huh. So uh, my friend's like, he swears, but he's like, ah, oh, this is great beer. I'm like, all right, I'll try it out. So I'm, I'm walking in the bar and I see him. I see him in the, the um, the foreground 
I'm sorry, the background. I see them in the background. I'm walking and they're, they're you know, drinking, they're pointing and laughing. I mean, this girl, they found girls to bar, bar wenches to talk to. And, <laughs> and they're all pointing and laughing. Here comes a mustache dude and with munch of chin. You know, you went with a Japanese flame and there's a big mustache guy, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, ha, ha, funny. So as I'm walking up to the bar, <laughs> I go, have to go through this dark dance floor and I get my feet taken out. Because there's this idiot dancing on the floor of the bar stool and he's swinging the bar stool around and he takes my feet out. So and you get knocked off your feet? Like I get knocked out with like one of my feet. So I like, I go down like to a knee or whatever and I, I get up and I'm like pissed. And the guy's like, I'm so sorry. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Swinging a bar stool. In the <laughs> like I was just so fucking irritated. And of course my friends are still laughing at me because now not only am I the mustache guy amongst the Japanese plane, but I got taken out by some idiot in a freaking bar. <laughs> I'm like, ah, oh, this is great. Welcome to Chicago. Duh, <laughs> dude. But that's, that trip sounds like it sucked, but it sounds like you made the most of it. But no, we the, had fun. Like, we definitely had fun with it. But we did go to that Billy Go Tavern. Oh, right. Okay. So that's that, the like, this is the, 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 I'm doing a lot of background. So yeah, you're, you're taking me all over the place. So now we go back to this Billy Go Tavern, and, and we go down there. And, and as I, I had to take you there because it was funny. You walk up, and you, you go down these stairs, and um, it's cold out. So it's it's right underneath I think the L one of the L sections yeah, of the right train on the subway yeah so well subway goes below the ground buddy this is the one that went above the ground <laughs> <laughs> yeah but it's the same fucking train right it's now the L it's not called the sub and sub is beneath the ground it's the elevator oh, right, train all right all right all right all right all right so, right. so we go below the L and and uh, we walk down there and they had um, the, they had the whole guys there cooking and it, all they do it's just now it's commercialized so they just like double cheese double cheese double cheese double cheese so we walk in and, but they make the best of it like you walk up there and this woman this woman actually asked for a salad just like the skit I'm like I can't believe this woman's asked for a salad <laughs> and the guy's like he's like no salad double cheese double cheese and they started making a double cheese freaking burger and she's like I don't want a double cheese burger and he's like you get a double cheese and he starts yelling at her and we're laughing and, and it, it didn't end there so we're, we're sitting there having our burgers and stuff. And of course, I'm a lactard, so I can't eat freaking lactose. And I'm asking for a burger with oat cheese. That didn't go over so well. <laughs> My friends look at me. He's like, just don't ask for it. And I was like, I'll peel it off. <laughs> so I get, I just sit down and uh, the, the guy that was bussing the tables was like this, like homely looking, like uh, um, guy that was like from the street, you know. You just sitting there. You, you you walk around, and he's like missing teeth, all straggly looking. You're like, sure, you're like, jeez. Sure. Like, so the guy's like, hey, what's up, guys? I'm like, hey, not much. He's like, he's like, okay, okay, that's cool, cool, hey, whatever. And he walks by, and there's these people that are up by the stairs because you have to go down the place, and the stairs are open. And they kept the stair door open, and they're taking pictures, so it's creating a draft. And he's yelling at these tourists. He's yelling at him. He's like, close the fucking door. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with these people? And he's looking at us. He's like, these fucking idiots. Can you believe these fucking people? These stupid people know how to get in the fucking restaurant, blah, 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 blah. And he just starts blittering these people. And, they, and they're just like, I don't know, people from like, God's country or something, and they're like, "Oh my God, this fucking guy swearing we're at us!" Just taking a picture of the bar from Saturday Night Live. <laughs> yeah, we're just we're just tourists here. Had the door open, and this guy's just berating them. I mean, he was pissed, and it wasn't part of the skit. Pissed. It's like yeah, this guy was like, like legitimately. He, I, I didn't get my crack this morning. I didn't off. get my crack. I'm yeah. not getting paid for this. Yeah. Dealing with all you white fucking idiots. Yeah. <laughs> get out of here. And I'm like, oh Jesus. <laughs> Yeah, wild. It was wild. My buddy got uh, my buddy got his shoe stolen too that night too. <laughs> yeah, it's fun, man. That bar's fun. We had fun in Chicago. We have to do some more traveling. We do. Um, I just think we got to come up with an idea, though. I mean, we we were saying that we we're going to come out here and then we we're going to go up the coast, up north. Yeah, which is what um, Portland. 
Yeah, like drive up the coast, up yeah. through like San Fran and all the way up. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know the general area, so I guess San Francisco is north of LA. Yeah, it's north. Yeah. Okay. San Fran's so north. So what is LA like? The lowest part of California? We're we're down. San Diego's lower than us, and then you start to get down a bit further, and you get into Mexico. Fair so enough. We're at the we're at the south. They call it SoCal. So South California. That just sounds horrible. Well, you know, it's SoCal. It's people that you can't pronounce words anymore. <laughs> you just can't say South. You got to come up with these fucking like weird little niches and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's the East Coast coming out of here right now. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> well, look, I don't want to hold this up any longer. It's been great having you on the show. Yeah, hey, thanks for having me. You supposedly we have breakfast now going on. Yeah, so. they're going to make us breakfast. So we'll see if we get I some think breakfast. they want breakfast now because she's getting irritated. I know. She's giving us looks. Even the other kid that opened the door. I forget his name. Ian? <laughs> I keep forgetting people's <laughs> names. He's a nice guy. Trust me. He's a nice kid. Nice guy. I just don't remember fucking people's names. <laughs> well, all right. Let me get off here so I can wrap this episode up and get it up. But uh, thanks for being on the show, Big Bye. All right, brother. All right. See you.